everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Calm Mind podcast. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Ron, TrueGreen7. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing actually pretty well this time. <laughs> hey, well, that's a nice chase. See, we're on the uplift arc now. And to help us with that, with our good mood, is we're actually joined by another guest, a co-host, a wonderful, the wonderful Lucy Candy Evie. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. I am here to assist. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's all good moods all around. It's all good vibes. We've been looking forward to having you on as a guest um, oh, for, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, we've been talking pretty much since day one, like, oh, we've got to get Lucy on the podcast. We've got to get Lucy on the podcast. So well, it still took for- you till episode 12, though, didn't it? Yeah, well, you've been busy. <laughs> you, you've been busy. What are you talking about? We asked I have, you. You I literally have. were not able to be on the podcast. You didn't have, like, mics and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Long time coming. I'm not even using my own mic for this. I'm, a, yes. I'm hijacking one of Toby's. That's why it sounds good. Yes, yeah. yes. Right now you are upstairs borrowing one of my mics. Um, yes, because you are over. We've been hanging out. You've got um, you've been helping me with a bunch of YouTube stuff. Um, I have. I've I've been consulting. You have been, and um, ever. I mean, everyone who's listening is going to know, but you have a, a huge Pokemon channel. Humongous. You hit seven hundred thousand subscribers recently, didn't I, you? I did. Oh, really? <laughs> I I did. Well remembered. Big, big milestone. And I'm just like teeny tiny bird keeper Toby next to the mighty Candy Eevee and True Green 7. I need all of the YouTube advice and help I can get, please. (laughs) Like I said, cut the hair. (laughs) Cut the hair? I thought the YouTube meta was to have hair. Or was that, is that 2012? No, I think 2022 is to have a beard. Oh, okay. I can't grow a beard. I don't know how. So yeah, Lucy, you got to try. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the next step and... And the, the candy Eevee chronicles. Ron, Lucy's been teaching me about um about like what Gen Z like in YouTube and yeah. like mm. it, 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 it like Ooh. she's telling me th- there's this thing with titles right where for the longest time I've had the first letter of every word in a title capitalized or I'll put exclamation marks and Lucy's just like don't do that. <laughs> it's not Gen Z friendly. It's not. It's not Gen Z friendly. It's funny because I just Got realized it. Lucy is probably the only. Well, the first Gen Z guest, but also one of the few that I can think of that we could bring on. Like, really? Not many Poketubers are younger than me. Mm. Unless they're like the new generation. At least the ones from our generation. You're you're, you're part of our generation of Poketubers, I'm, right? I'm hip and fresh, though. You're technically older. I know the, I know the, the lingo. You're like a, you're an older Poketuber, technically. You've started like way before me, I think. Uh, no, when did you start? I think we probably started around the same time. I mean, I started 2014. Yeah, yeah, around the same time. All yeah, but good. for you, Lucy, that was out of the womb. <laughs> like, that, was, that was like before you could walk, fair, like start making Pokemon enough. videos. <laughs> and were you streaming back then, or were you just recording like shiny hunts and then just uploading? Uh, I think I first started streaming like yeah, from like end of twenty fourteen. Really, it's been, where it's been a while. Where yeah, were you on what platform? Twitch. Twitch existed. In- oh yeah, Twitch played Pokemon is old. I'm, yeah, that's like 2012 or something. Okay. <laughs> no, like, it, it was back when you know I couldn't get a capture card, so like I would literally just like get a webcam and point it at my 3ds and like play Omega Ruby. It was great. I now, was having a good time. Do you still like shiny hunting as much as you did in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, just in healthy amounts. I think. Hmm. I've only hunted literally one time. I think oh, what I was that for? I literally do not remember now that I think of it, which is crazy. And no. I got the shiny. I know it was chain fishing in X and Y, because I remember that was all the rage back then where like X and Y had all these new methods to get shinies. 
And I'm like, okay, might as well try. And it was actually very easy. I, it took like an hour for me <laughs> to, to, to get a shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely, oh, I think it was like probably a clauncher or something like that. Um, but again, <laughs> why don't I remember what it was? I um I have a Patreon who um as part of the Patreon rewards uh we hang out for like an hour a month we just hang out on Discord and every time all he wants he's a really lovely guy all he wants to do is uh he's like let's shiny hunt together let's do the max raid layers I'm like, all right sure um and I've really gotten to know this guy really lovely dude um over the course of like fifteen months <laughs> we've done an hour <laughs> a month so that's like fifteen hours of shiny hunting. And the odds are like in the max raid layers are like one in a hundred, and so and we both have those odds. Mm. And we only found our first shiny f- this last time, and we oh, were like, funny. we were so over odds on it. And I immediately traded it to him. I was like, look, dude, you've you've been a patron for so long. Like, <laughs> ha- it was Barraskuda. I was like, just have it. I you Aww. you deserve it, man. But That's like, funny. I I was starting to think like they just don't exist. I was like, they they're, they're not real. I mean, I've never found a shiny in Max Lairs either. The odds are huge. They're one in a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd, you'd think that you'd have found one earlier. It's yeah. funny because it's the opposite for me. My patron, one of my patrons gave me shinies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good deal. That's, that's you yeah, get paid winning. money and you, and you get shinies. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is that actually I was going to ask this. I want to start asking this to all guests that we have, which is like, is there anything that you don't want to talk about? <laughs> like, like I don't know how easy that is to answer, where it's like, you you can't answer what you don't want to talk about. I guess maybe uh, don't ask about, like, my what's the inspiration for why I started my channel? Okay, so see, like, it reveals <laughs> some stuff. Like, wh- is there... I just, like get a- the, I just get asked the same questions a lot. So got it, got it. So it's like a mundane, yeah, yeah. mundane question. Right, right. Mm. Like, the whole point of a guest always is to bring on, like, a new perspective. Like, are there things that you rarely ever t- just talk about your channel, but you, like, are very passionate about? I mean, there are, like, at least, like, ten that I can think of. That's, like, literally the reason I made the podcast, <laughs> is to talk uh, about these niche things. And this is technically an opportunity for you to also, like, push any kind of uh, interest that you have onto us. Any just weird crap I have. Um, oh, is that, is that a swear? Am I allowed to say that word? I don't even know what you said. I said, I said, I I said crap, is that bad? Oh yeah, crap's fine, crap's fine. All right. Okay. What? <laughs> In America, maybe, but In yeah, America. no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, something super niche that I'm interested in. Don't, might have told Toby about this. I like, I raised a bunch of caterpillars like last year. Ooh, okay. That's, you, that's fun. This is, you, I, I know you like insects. I know you like yeah, caterpillars. Yeah. I, d- I didn't know you raised some. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So fun. This is a good opportunity for some questions in terms of your perspective. Because like, for example, I am fine with insects, but I am highly arachnophobic. Um, okay. I don't know, like for you, like, are you fine with spiders and stuff like that? Yeah, completely fine. Like my... The only insects I don't like are like wasps. Yeah, who, who likes wasps? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I, I just, I can't ignore them. I can't deal with them. I've got to, I've got, I have to leave. Like, are like you the- spiders? I'm fine. Yeah, but the difference is that wasps are actively attacking you. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> but like, for example, like for me, like the whole like spider thing, it's like a visual thing. So if I see one, I just don't, I don't want to be near it or look at it. Um, it's not yeah, just- I don't think anyone wants to be near it, but like I, I can get rid of it myself. Do you- I'm, a, I'm a big girl. I'm fine. Do you like, are you the kind to like put like the caterpillars on your finger or like? Uh, well, the ones that I raised last year, they were kind of spiky. So maybe not. <laughs> I think- I did raise one caterpillar. I mean, it died before it <laughs> before it, before it became a chrysalis or whatever. But like, 
it was one of I raised like a caterpillar for like a few days inside a jar with some leaves and it was like one of the spiky ones but like I think those are like the common ones I don't I don't know there are a lot yeah, of Yeah I mean they're probably ones. different there anyway True we live in a completely different continent Yeah <laughs> which is crazy what how do how do the how do we share insects from different continents is it because they're like so old that they're like from Pangaea Yeah they're actually come to think of it like the ones that I raised last year like they you can buy them like in in tubs online oh, and yeah, I think the ones that that you would be able to buy would be the same ones anyway. So like the, the painted ladies, painted ladies. Like the, <laughs> yeah, like butterflies. Have you ever watched Avatar: The Last Airbender? Ah, uh, oh, I started that last year. Okay, I only got a few episodes in though. Oh, <laughs> continue that, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, because there's a character in that called the painted lady. But uh, so I right. wonder what this caterpillar looks like. But I just like I asked the stupidest question. I'm like, why? Like, why do we share uh, insects even though we're in different like uh, continents? But I just realized insects are literally the easiest thing to import and also to transport. The, and to, and right. to transport, like they're the easiest thing to like g- just infest a ship. <laughs> like yeah. inv- invade a ship <laughs> so it's like I was like do butterflies can butterflies like fly across oceans <laughs> yes yeah, some do what How, where do they stop uh, for to rest where they want to like where it's warmer <laughs> in the ocean oh well, not, not in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like can they mi- do they migrate like across oceans or just like north south yeah I wouldn't really know the specifics I'm, I'm yeah, not I'm, I'm not, far. you're not an entomologist <laughs> d- just yeah. from Raising well, some caterpillars, I guess. As a right. caterpillar raiser, I Lucy, okay. I must ask, because I have a vivid memory of being in my back garden as a kid and seeing a really, like, cause I think of a caterpillar and I think of something that's, like, maybe the size of, like, like a, a third the thickness of your thumb and, like, barely the length. But I remember seeing this kind of, like, huge sort of bulbous caterpie style <laughs> caterpillar in the garden yeah. nice. when i was a kid is that something we have in the uk because i, I wouldn't sure really know like unless i saw a picture of it well i can't really remember what it looks like i just remember looking at it as a kid being like that's caterpie that is actually oh. a caterpie in the garden it was like i mean some it, of them can get pretty big it was pretty big it was like definitely over the size i would have expected it to be for an insect lucy can yeah. you tell us the biological and chemical makeup of a, of a caterpillar please uh, I'm alright. I'll pass. Bugs. You're into bugs? bugs. Or, or Yeah, I actually wanted to be an entomologist when I was little. That was like my, my thing. Really? Until until what yeah. age? Yeah. Uh, probably like primary school. Like it was a How do you even remember what you wanted to do before that age? <laughs> I don't even well, understand. I, how do you, how do you remember that? <laughs> Cause it was well, so recent for you. I didn't. <laughs> oh, well, now like, every birthday and Christmas that's usually what I'd, I'd get like something bug themed, you know, right. like books, right. documentaries. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So yeah, you're a bug fan. Is yeah. It, what about bug? Is bug type? A, oh, I mean, your Yanma is your favorite Pokemon. Yeah, so of course. Like, this explains everything. <laughs> and uh, it seems like shiny hunters do like bugs. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same. It feeling. makes sense. Yeah. Um, Okay, I like I if I were to get into like animal watching or taming, it would be like birds. So I would like probably get into bird watching. Seems like Pokemon. If if probably would be like filling up a Pokedex, bird watching. But I wouldn't do bugs. Oh, this is funny. Bird bird watching. It's it's quite topical. It's relevant for me right now because I I actually went to a park yesterday where they have wild parakeets. I didn't know that was a thing. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I mean, they're not they're not native 
<laughs> yeah. they're, they're escape parakeets that just bred and now they're just in a park and you can just go and feed them it's oh, great nice. I, I, I've been there I went on a date with Phoebe yeah. to the oh. spot and it's yeah you they're, 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 and they're incredible birds they're um they're very uh, social and they're like they, they you know they chatter um, and they they like oh well, they're cute you if you take uh, did you so did you manage to get any to sort of land on you and then yeah like quite a few times what so cool so I if even you take like fruit, a squirrel you bait them with climb fruit. up my leg yeah you, I yeah they weren't big on like the dried fruit that I brought but like I I take like. I forget what the nut was. I, I, it was a big I, nut and I just broke it up and they liked it. <laughs> I had this magical moment. I got to tell you about this. When I went on this date with Phoebe and we, we saw the parakeets, this was like a year ago. And um, one of the parakeets sort of dropped a feather right after we were Aww. done feeding it. And so I, I had this parakeet <laughs> feather. And then we went to Kew Gardens in London, which is this big botanical gardens with like, there's all sorts of cool stuff there. There's like lots of different plant arrangements. Oh yeah, I've been. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. And there's also a lot of Japanese inspired um, buildings there. And actually yeah. on my channel a long time ago, there was this banner of mine that <gasps> Ho-Oh sitting on top of the shrine. Yeah. Oh, and that shrine oh, is, it, it's in Kew Gardens. It's this really cool, yeah. a critique city looking shrine. And there's a little... Next to it, there's like a little Celebi looking shrine, this little stone uh-huh. thing. And I went there Aww. and I, there was like, I can't remember the context, but for whatever reason, me and Phoebe went up to it like it was a video game. And we took out the parakeet feather and put <laughs> the parakeet feather inside the shrine. And wow. at that moment, the wind came along and carried the feather out of the shrine and it flew off. And I was like, <laughs> I could feel the like Zelda like go off in my head as I was like, that's it. That's how we unlock the parakeet dragon boss. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Summoned a legendary creature. I was fully expecting a giant parakeet, dragon-sized parakeet <laughs> to land on the shrine and be ready to battle. <laughs> now we learned about parakeets and bugs. We're working our way up the food chain. What eats parakeets? <laughs> cats. <laughs> cats. Are you a fan of cats, Lucy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like cats very much. Do you like them more than dogs? Oh yeah, for sure. For wow, sure. asking the controversial questions. No, there's there's a cat at, at Toby's house right now. It doesn't like me very much. It doesn't like anyone very much. No. It's our friend Jake's <laughs> cat, and uh, it's very antisocial. And it's a shame because I've I've tried to smother it with love, but it Aww. really just doesn't want to know. <laughs> it's got no interest in 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 me. Um, I go home and I cuddle. I, I miss my sons. Rug and Hector, mm. very much. Rug and Hector, Rug. if you're listening. He's a Rug. Persian cat. Mum thought it would be really funny to call him Rug, so he's like a Persian rug. <laughs> and I just, I don't fight. But he is a rug. He's like, he's, big, he's this big, fluffy. Persians are like super fluffy. And um, they are, I just, this doll-faced kind of cat. And it's got this big saucer green eyes. And I love Aww. him and I miss him. And I go home and I cuddle him and he looks at me like, you left. You left. <laughs> you moved out. You left me here with the dog and and with Hector. <laughs> How dare with you? Hector. And with Hector. <laughs> and Hector is this big chunky boy. He's this big. He sheds everywhere, which is a bit annoying. But he uh, he is so cuddly, and he's just like he has this amazing personality. I love cats. I'm a big cat person. I only you recently a- enjoyed started enjoying cats. Was yeah. always a dog person. I mean, I still am a dog person, but like. Now I appreciate cats after having good encounters with them. That's all. That's all it takes. <laughs> what 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 are, the, what are these magical experiences? 
where they the, the cats actually come to you and ask to be pet <laughs> and, oh. and meow at you and it's just it, yeah it, when you get the uh attention of a cat it's way more re- rewarding than a dog so i understand mm. the vibe like a, a dog is closer to a pokemon to me so that's why it's like that's yeah. literally the closest thing to a pokemon and that would that's be bad. pretty epic to have I just, i've never had a, a dog so i'm like it, it, it makes you even more hyped about dogs even though they're probably i mean just like any pet hard to <laughs> keep it's clear that you're obviously a more private like uh poketuber or YouTuber, yeah, in probably excessively so. From okay. and like, where yeah, do you I think that? Where do you think that comes from? I'm, I'm definitely more private as I used to be, but I, I think generally, as as woman on internet, woman it, on internet. it can't hurt to be like a bit more careful. Yeah, I think. So that's definitely a perspective that Toby and I do not have. So it's like great to like actually hear about it <laughs> again. Right, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but no, nah, uh, you should. You should see my business emails sometimes. What there are different? Okay, there's some there's some real gems in there. I oh I was thinking like oh at, like business people are contact you and saying stupid no, things, but I'm assuming no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that's really interesting. Because for me, I've never tried to hide my identity or my. Because I, I think I've always wanted to be like famous, kind of. <laughs> that, All right. <laughs> like, um, even though now I realize it's not a good idea. It's literally the reason I have social anxiety. <laughs> but 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 uh-huh. um, I think like for example, also like my like I was never private about like my family, for example, because it's like my dad has a business. It's like he puts his name out there, so it's like yeah, of course. I've always had that as an example, and it's like when you also you also i don't live in the middle of nowhere so it's like i mean i don't know where you live but like like when i say i'm i live in new york city that means nothing because there's literally like eight million people here so it doesn't right. it's i'm safe when i say i live in new york sure. city you know what i'm saying while if toby says where he lives i'm assuming that's yeah i don't uh, i mean i i have said the town but like i'm not going to now just because like i don't want to give you like i want to make it harder for people if you're gonna be a weird creep for some reason um because like i don't want that and i i have had oh my goodness the weirdest instance was someone while i was live on the stream said hey i think i know what town you live in and i went okay well i'm not going to confirm either way but you feel free to type it in the chat and they said exactly the town i lived in and they said yeah i think you live on this road oh no And and they went i went okay why do you think that and they said because i i think i live a couple doors down from you sorry if that's weird i was like (laughs) super weird super weird that i'm finding out about it live on stream yeah definitely should do that on stream and then and then i said i said well look next time you see me you know because i walk down that road every single day next time you see me about come say hi because i'd rather now know like who it is that is there and um no one ever came up to me oh. no one ever said <laughs> hi no one ever so as far as i know there either is someone who lives a couple doors down from where i used to live who knows where i used to live or there's just someone out there who knows exactly the road and exactly the house who just didn't want to share it with me and it was super creepy um <laughs> i super bizarre. i don't know if it's worse but I, it probably is worse i had a fan call my house <laughs> really and ask for ron and i'm like how did they get their my number and then after like a few hours i realized that i have a website right <laughs> I, I, and on the website was my number <laughs> because uh when i was in art school they made they their one of the assignments was to make a website before you graduate sure. make a website put all your information and 
including your contacts, which is because I thought after college, I thought I was going to be, you know, just this animator, you know, in New York and people were going to hire me. So I needed my number out there. (laughs) And then I, yeah, that was a mistake. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's interesting when I meet like more private, like uh, YouTubers, because like my whole life, even like my career outside of YouTube, the whole point is you're supposed to have contacts out there and be, Mm -hmm. you know, online and present so people can hire you. Uh, And that's like with a lot of jobs too. So it's like, I guess you just became a YouTuber right off the bat, like as you as soon as you became an adult. So I'm assuming there wasn't. Yeah, another, pretty much. Was there not another like career path that you even started uh, on, or no? Not really. Like I, I was doing IT before then, but I, I never oh, yeah. got onto like college or university level. I mean, yeah, you call it college there. It's like yeah, yeah. uni level. Huh. Okay, so yeah, you're very you're that's rare. <laughs> that's very rare uh, yeah yeah i got pretty lucky i, I uploaded f- for the first time in four years to my vlog channel last night um oh, really yeah yeah, to, yeah i got this channel toby chill um that i uh used to upload to relatively frequently and then i stopped for about two years and then when i launched my card channel i was like hey so you know this channel's kind of done um don't expect anything to come back from it and then last night i uploaded a video and a lot of that has come from like it just ties into a lot of what we're talking about at the moment, which is that with with YouTube, it's a job everyone wants, right? Everyone's talking about how mm-hmm. they want to be a YouTuber or they want to be on social media. And I am incredibly lucky and grateful to have this job. I don't want to mess it up. But I was, ex- I was chatting to my therapist and talking about this incredible dream job and dream opportunity of mine. But I was also talking about how oppressive and restrictive it can be and that the version of myself that goes onto the internet is a catered version of myself. I don't get to be me and I'm a workaholic. So when I'm not making content, I'm thinking about the never ending to do list of things I need to do around making content and all these extra emotions or these extra versions of me are sort of uh, nullified and muted. And I don't get to, she said to me, you've got this wonderful energy about you, Toby, but you're, um, you know, it's almost like an eccentricity, but you know, I like almost as if there's something missing there. And I'm like, yeah, there is. I don't, I, I definitely was that. And I still have that, but I don't get to express it like ever. And I think I need outlets, um, whether that's Dungeons and Dragons, whether that's improv, whether that's vlogging, but I need outlets to just be a wider range of myself. Cause even, you know, even with my friends at home, it's like, sure, but I am spending most of my time thinking about, I should get back to work, <laughs> which is right. super not good. Which is funny because uh, a few weeks ago I was going to ask you like uh, like what what's up with like your acting career like if that is still a thing you want to pursue uh, yeah uh, I mean is it like do you want it to be a career yeah. or do you just want no like, I want it to be a improv? career I uh, again my big steps this week specifically about that where we were talking about it and I was saying so I, I went to uni to do the acting stuff then a year in I got cold feet and I was like ah, I don't really know if this is for me and I went to do film production and that has sort of not necessarily felt like a failure but it sort of felt like something unresolved you're gonna say something what are you thinking when we're in when we're there when i'm there when i'm where you live <laughs> when i'm uh-huh. with you physically <laughs> and why not, i'm with you and you're with me why don't record like a like a skit or something we can, we should i'd love that i would love that let's Dude, do a skit I, I, immediately like again like i've brought it up a couple of times but like my entire high school life i was in the video club and then became the head of the video club i was making skits and stuff every week oh really yeah I was, do, do you have any of those I, like online oh yeah a lot of them on the school channel some of them there's two of them on my channel 
or one of them. Well, well one that isn't that good. That one isn't good. I <laughs> would absolutely love to do that. But you. I have a whole student like film that I made, like like a senior film that we made, like that we presented at the senior uh, like dinner, like right before we graduated. Uh, a lot of inside jokes, so you guys wouldn't get it at all. But it's like you watch it, and it's like yeah, it's 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 like an actual production, like between like twenty like. F- not f- I mean yeah friends of mine <laughs> before we graduated it was so fun that was like that was definitely the best thing I've ever filmed because like we consciously made it like it felt like I was directing it felt like I was it was literally the last thing I ever really directed I guess and then I went to art school and more and like mm-hmm. that was mostly like 3D you know computer animation I haven't filmed many things since then maybe a few videos on my channel but those were just me and my like myself they weren't like productions that i was like actually directing with other people but i would love to like you know actually be the cinematographer for a skit and maybe act in one of your skits i mean because i like acting too like i actually do like uh, uh, like i actually do enjoy acting <laughs> but i rarely we get should, to do it anymore <laughs> well we'll come up with some ideas when you're over here we'll come up with some ideas we'll put, we'll put something together um i i'd love that um i'm looking for it's difficult because I, I don't think I'm ready for Birdkeeper Toby to be over yet. But like in my mind, it does have like an end date, and when that comes, I want to be ready to transition into um, like re-entering acting education or um, or that kind of thing because I just something's missing, and it's like I, I love what I do on Birdkeeper Toby, and I'm so lucky to have this job and grateful to have this job, but there is this sort of oppressive element to it and i don't it's it's difficult because even if i were to say okay i'm gonna say whatever i want and i'll say whatever i want about who i am and where i live and politics and religion and sex and i'll do all of those things on the (laughs) internet right and i'll just have those conversations i then look at my channel and what i do talking about pokemon and i go oh that isn't relevant to anything anyway (laughs) so i don't even think opening up myself to be able to would even fix a lot of the issues. I, the fact of the matter is, my outlet as Birdkeeper Toby just doesn't give me that. Um, but this podcast has been like a slightly better outlet yeah. for that, and certainly I'm hoping the vlog channel will as well. I do actually want to talk about like what do you what we think is missing <laughs> in terms of our outlets <laughs> that we have, uh, especially mm-hmm. online. So that is what we're going to be talking about. But first, I do want to remind you of that video that you were part of. You acted in well, about like the dinner dates. Yeah, that was fun. That was, that was I, if anybody go, I mean, put it in the description later if you want. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, yeah, Trevor Baxter. Yeah. That was, I loved that. And I wanted oh, to see more you. of that. What was the reason you, there was not more of that? I haven't been asked to be in more than that. And Are you no asking to be part of things? No, uh, but that I don't. That was the best acting I've, like a friend of yeah. mine has ever been part of. And I oh, was uh-huh. very proud of it. And I was like, no, this is this was like almost like what college, college humor is that what it's called? I forgot. What it's yeah, called. yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's even mean. better than college humor, like because it felt more of like a like a short film than like a like a video. Oh, thank you. Um, no, it was, it was a short film. Just friends of mine worked on it. Like I know friends who work on short films and stuff, but you know, I just assume they know where I am and what I'm up to. And actually, someone very kindly reached out to me last night to ask me to be involved in something. I need to reply to it, but it's something where like I just don't get it. It's a really quirky form of humor where. It's too surreal for me. I just don't understand oh, it. I mean, is it how close <laughs> is it to like say Tomska? No, nowhere close. It's like it's like completely like just I just don't get it. I don't Ooh. get why. Oh, it's, it's like it's like funny. Dada. It's like very. I don't know what that it's is. It's like not even surreal. It's like it's absurd. It's absurdist, not surreal. Sort of, yeah. And it does. And I'm just sort of like 
I would love to do some acting, but with this, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Um, but, so I, to I'd be like, fair, a lot of Gen Z humor is more absurdist, where it's like there is no, there is a purpose. The purpose is to not have purpose sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I would know. I'm, I'm your Gen Z consultant. So, like, how, how, for example, how much TikTok do you watch? <laughs> Loads. Yeah, Gen Z, like for example, memes. <laughs> those, <laughs> those, though, like if you don't know the origin, you literally do not get it. Um, yeah, like millennial memes. Um, and then like it iterates like five times <laughs> where it'll go like through phases <laughs> and it'll get even more complex and to the point where have you ever seen do you, do you know Circle Tunes? I don't know. Yeah, I C- do. Circle Tunes made a video about like uh, I guess modern memes. <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> I'm actually well, I'm gonna send it to you right now, Toby, for you to watch it okay. <laughs> just so we can talk about it so you can understand how modern memes are. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally made a meme through this video like the meme that he literally created just for the video became a meme and I've never heard of like literally just je- creating a meme and it becoming a meme you can never just do that you can never like purposely create a meme and it becomes a meme me and the boys at 2am looking for beans <laughs> so the question okay, so first I'll okay. summarize the video for the people in, <laughs> the people at home so it's basically old memes were literally just like an image of an animal you know one of those uh, what's, what's, what's this called What's those cheeseburgers? I like cheeseburgers. Basically, yeah, yeah, those kind of memes. <laughs> was, you know, a simple phrase that's very relatable that anybody can understand. <laughs> but like the nowadays, it's literally just like images of like ghosts and like me and the bo- me and the boys at two a.m. looking for beans. And it's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> even though it's like you get it, like I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. Where it's like it's not you're looking <laughs> for the beans. You look at the you like, boys looking and, for the beans. Like we it's really do be looking for the beans though. And it's like like you can only get it. <laughs> If you understand meme culture, it's not so. It's like the question is like me as a person from like let's say 1996, where it's like right between millennials and uh, Gen Z, literally the last millennial year, at least from by most uh, measures. Uh, I can get both of these memes <laughs> and I can really enjoy them, and it's so fun. But because I'm still slightly a millennial. I get them later than usual. <laughs> like, mm. like the Gen Z people, like, th- like they'll be sharing these memes for like a month before I will start. Like, even you know having these memes on my radar, and then I, I will be, sh- I'll be talking about these memes like way too late. Um, and the difference between me and let's say like my brother, who's full on Gen Z, is that like for them it's like uh, memes got go by so fast and so quickly that it's like it's like a, it's they're like fads. While for me, if a meme is funny to me, it'll be funny f- to me forever. And yeah. I, I will always want to talk about it. Like, like there are so many millennial memes that people still talk about because, you know, they, they have this uh, longevity while a lot of Gen Z memes, they don't, I guess. That's what I miss about meme culture, I guess. <laughs> Where it's like... I mean, some of them like, have longevity. Like I'm trying to think of that. I'm trying to think, what's the, the format that, that Toby used? And like, like a, yeah, you used like one on Twitter one time that like got a bunch. Oh, oh his... Prob- What's that, what's that called? Was it the one with the 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 girlfriend and he's looking yeah. at the uh, he's looking at the like, like other dies. girl? Yeah. That doesn't die. But it doesn't go away. That's a yeah. classic. That's yeah. like a millennial style meme. I mean, the image was made. Yeah, but it, but it's modern. It's a modern meme. Yeah, but it's a millennial yeah. style meme. It's like kind <laughs> it's, of an outlier. Um, mm. Among Us is technically a long lasting Gen Z meme. That's a uh, that's a Gen True. Z style meme where it's like it's absurdist. It's like you only get it if you understand the meme itself. You don't even even yeah. if you played Among Us, you wouldn't understand it unless you understand just memeing. Uh-huh. Uh, the the lovely uh, the last shaman is uh twenty three twenty 
23. I'm going to take a guess here. I'm going to take an educated guess that she's 23. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, like, so she's younger than me. She And she'll, like, that five-year difference sometimes means that she'll be doing stuff that she's like, this is hilarious. And I sit there like a boring old man, like, I have no clue what you're doing. I don't get it. Can you do the washing up? <laughs> and she's just like, hang on a minute. I'm crushing I'm crushing a pot of hummus and sending the video to like my friend. And he's going to send me a video of him eating a watermelon. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, it was a pineapple. He was eating a pineapple, I get. Like, but raw. I don't, I'm like, I like, I know this is supposed to be funny, but I just don't, I don't get it, dude. <laughs> Which is, I, I think that is technically a thing that's missing uh, from my life, at least as an outlet, which is a lot of my videos, I try to make them not dated. So it's like, even like, I, I barely ever talk about, let's say, Pokemon news or uh, like, I create, you know, a lot of my videos are creating Pokemon, which is like, you know, that, will, that won't become dated because those are my own creations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, because of that, I really put like memes and like references <laughs> to like new things and stuff like that. But I want to talk about like, I memes I I look at memes. I'm a memer. So it's like I want to talk about memes on my channel but I don't. Can I Oh go. On. Sorry. But like just in general also yeah, like I don't I wish I could like make more like films, like more like actual like skits and videos on my channel. Uh but again, it's it's just me. I can't just make I've done once where it's, it look it's like a bit cringy where it's like, you know, like the TikTok style where it's just you recording yourself mm. making a video. But, but like I want but, actual but, production but, with like actual angles where I'm filming actors. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could do that more. That's a mood. My friend was saying to me, Toby, have you thought about TikTok as like a creative outlet? And I'm just like, I, I need a, I want other people. I want to be in a, I want to be in like a rehearsal studio with someone. I want to like bounce off someone else. I think I, I got something here that I think you might be interested in. Um, whether this stays on the podcast, I don't know. I'm going to send you two YouTube thumbnails. One, one pre me work. It was one with me working on it. And then one after Lucy got her hands on it. Which one is which? <laughs> which one is which is the question. So what Ron's looking at right now obviously. is two YouTube thumbnails. Uh, and obviously. Okay, so what's the one that Lucy's done? <laughs> the one that doesn't look like a classic uh, thumbnail but, of yours. Buggy Batoni <laughs> thumbnail, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's just been exp- like trying to open my mind. Um, what Ron's looking at right now is a, a thumbnail for a video on the state of the Pokemon community with uh, a very disappointed looking character from Pokemon and then in the words background it's got screenshots of words like mm-hmm. a bad story toxic fans too much hand holding to describe the new games and um I have and- critiques actually of this oh okay it, but it seemed okay. really obvious to me um no, the moment you said it the new one is year. better oh, yeah. the new one is better uh, b- uh especially because the original there's this dissonance between you're saying the state of the Pokemon community Half of the the image is like happy and fun. The other half is not. I said that. So I'm like, it said that. What is the state? I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're trying to convey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While the the bottom one is way more gloomy and it's like and has examples of the bad things uh, that are easily read. So yeah, it's definitely way better. Uh, I just would take out. Oh, the, I take. I, I take, take away the A. Yeah, I was about to say that's why that's my critique. Yeah. Take out the A. <laughs> oh, yeah. take out the A. Yeah. What, I, I only just I only just noticed that looking at it. Why <laughs> would you take out the A? So it says a bad story, but you just have it yeah, saying just bad, bad story. story. You can take out too yeah, much it as well. Yeah, sounds more natural. You can take out too much handholding too. Uh, not too much. Uh, there's just the too much part of the handholding too. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true. Bad story, toxic fans, handholding. That would make it yeah, way you're more. You're gonna readable. simplify it. And then, dude, you're getting at least 
5,000 more views because of this thumbnail. Mm. Well, okay, I'm going to work on that the moment the podcast's over. That's <laughs> wild. But it's just interesting, and you say that, and like, like a lot of that is... When you've been working on YouTube for like, obviously, as long as we all have, I find it so hard to keep up with the trends of like, what should and shouldn't be on a thumbnail. Um, <laughs> if you are watching on YouTube, you would be able to see it. If you're watching on Spotify, go to YouTube. <laughs> Generate, generate. Generation time. Yeah. It's generation time. Um, <laughs> that's how we do That's our segue from now on <laughs> into generating. Uh, Lucy, if you don't know, uh, literally every Pokemon that we've generated <laughs> has been not good for the thumbnail. <laughs> okay. They're always subpar, at least in popularity. So Last week was Carcoal. That's what we're <laughs> dealing with right here. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with. All right, it's the winds are changing, <clears throat> are blowing today. Yeah, good luck. I'm, I'm summoning a trico. We got the Lucy luck. Let's go. Generating. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it, it's okay. It's it's uh, it's popular, but it's not like visually uh, impressive. It's Polyrath. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, obviously, the first thing that always comes to mind with this line is just the fact that first that Poliwag is. Uh, uh, Satoshi Tajiri's favorite Pokemon, the creator of Pokemon, uh, especially Aww. because it's such a grounded Pokemon. It's the concept you think is such a fantastical Pokemon with this like hypnotizing like swirl, and it doesn't—it barely looks like a frog, but it's like still kind of a frog. Um, but obviously, those swirls represent the intestines, the innards, yes, <laughs> that you can see in like a tadpole, um, which is uh. that—that's what Pokemon's all about. Like that was a good example. That was a like that's an underrated underratedly designed Pokemon people are always like oh why was Poliwhirl always on like merch during generation one and stuff like that why do you always see it in generation one even though it's like you know it's not a mascot or anything obviously it's because Tajiri loves this Pokemon mm. but also it's honestly a good example of a Pokemon it it, 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 it brings across I don't know what the term is it comes yeah. across it, it, it conveys what Pokemon are all about I think this is an underrated yeah. design Poliwhirl Poliwhirl is the um is the starter is like red starter in the uh, in yeah. the manga? It's like his main Pokemon is like he has a poly well that he had as a polywag from before it was a kid, and there's this really cool story about how it saved him from a drowning in the bathtub as a kid, and then it did the same thing to save him from drowning uh, off of the SSN, um, which is really cool. Um, but I think the Polyrath is like. A little underwhelming for me, just because yeah, it is... Politoed is superior. So a much superior. superior. But then the issue I have with Politoed is that, like, it, it looks so different from Poly... I agree. From Poliwhirl. I feel like there is some other evolution to Poliwhirl that could exist one day. But just because be nice, of the color scheme? Mm, largely. I literally think, just yeah. the design scheme yeah. in general, too. It's like, if... Literally, yeah. the sw- if you took away the swirl, you could not say this is the same family. Like, I, I don't want to hear any bad words about Politoed. It's one of the only it. sitting cuties that I've got. He's a good lad. Really? You do? I would assume yeah. you have more. Oh, I, I have quite a few, but like, Politoed's one of them. Um, I just like Gen 2 Pokemon. Like Most of the ones I have are Gen 2. Yeah, when I when I think of you, I think of Gen 2. Don't know, I mean, yeah. I don't know why, but like also, it's like you have the vibe <laughs> of Gen 2. Like, especially like hey. even, even in your like branding. Like just like you think. the colors, the cute. Gen two is the cute uh, generation. It's the one where all the Pokemon True. are round and f- yeah. Cute. Maybe that's probably why I like them. And natural. Um, I yeah. Think of Gen Z. What me? Oh, you think of Gen two. I think of Gen Z. Oh, it was I a was bad thinking joke. like, wait, is there a Gen Z or Pokemon? I'm like, well, <laughs> flat. <laughs> <laughs> Tried. Generation twenty six. Okay. <laughs> 
Will there be a Generation 26? How long do you think it will take to get to Generation 26? God, if, if there is three, one. Three? Uh, let's do the math. That's Maybe already- they'll just get to the point where there's so much old material that you know they can work with that they just don't make new generations as often. Okay, 26 minus 9 times 3. Wait, what the hell? I got negative 1. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 26 minus 9 times 3. 51 years <laughs> until generation 26. We're going to be old. I really wonder what's going to happen after Gen 10. Because I'm like... Because Gen X are Pokemon, right? Gen 10, where they hit 1,000 Mons, 30th anniversary, all that jazz. That's all good stuff. But at that point, like, it's really hard, I think, to get excited about Gen 11 and 12 and 13 and 15 and 22, you know? And I I do just wonder, could we see some big shift after the 10th generation where it's some kind of reboot or some kind of... But then the machine that is Pokemon is so profitable every time it prints a hundred new Pokemon that like, I just, you know, it's new cards and plushes and stickers and everything else. And I just like, I just, I wonder what they're going to do. I feel like creatively they should probably like slow down or stop or reframe or something. But like, I can't see it happening because the machine is so efficient, you know? Of course. You know how a lot of games are like, um, they're, they're platforms for like the next 10 years so like Fortnite, world of warcraft uh, uh halo is supposed to be the new one is supposed to be like the halo game for the next 10 years i wonder if generation 10 could similarly be a game that rather than like pokemon world the game and then they update it in the forms of like dlc patches that maybe add 20 new pokemon here 20 new pokemon there's general you know there's all these things mm, but we move okay, away from the it. idea of generations mm. you know and then and maybe Maybe then in ten years they're like, okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a generation eleven now, and it's like actually people, kind of exciting. But I feel like people, oh, oh, just for generation ten. I thought you, I thought you meant like forever. <laughs> well, for gen, gen ten, for like the next like, but then to do that for like the next ten years. So the, so generation ten will last, let's say five uh, years. I think, yeah, like a really sense. long time, and it's just like an updated service uh, of some kind or okay. a world that expands slowly. Maybe they add old regions in that kind of thing. And I know that's so far removed from what they do currently, but again, like I do think there's a there's like how can they really keep doing Gen 11, 12, 13, like three years on and on and on? You know, the problem. Yeah, maybe they just do it for the lifetime of you know whatever the next Nintendo console is. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Can I have to align with that? So, like, say what? How long is the lifetime of the average console? Six, five to six Ooh. years. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. The only question is, like, new generations are what bring hype to the new Pokemon and to the new merchandise. Mm. Uh, if it's just DLC, will people, like, care? <laughs> will people know, oh, the new DLC is out? Will people... It'll be, like, season passes and update patches and that kind of thing. It'll be uh, a whole different world, I assume. I don't play any games with season patches and stuff like that, so, like... Are people hyped when those come out? Are people like, oh, is there reinvigorated? Is so. it reinvigorated the hype for this game? If if the game is fun, like I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'll definitely like when Fortnite certain season passes will come out and updates, and they'll do a little trailer like it's season three, you know, or episode whatever, and you it comes out and it's like, hey, they're re-adding this thing into the game, or they've just cha- there's been a huge event and they've changed this thing in the game, and it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I can imagine a world where it's like. Oh whoa! The Cinnabar Islands erupted in this season. Like that's really cool. I now and then you go and like the maps updated and all that kind of thing. And there's definitely options to Ooh, play okay. with. I can't really fully comprehend how that would look for Pokemon, but I don't know. Different idea, I guess. Hmm. Maybe I should yeah, do a video on that. You should. I don't like. 
again, speculating on things based on no information. It probably has to do with my social anxiety where I don't want to be wrong. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm not going to even try to guess and seem stupid when it's wrong, even though nobody will think I'm stupid (laughs) just by predicting something in Pokemon. We're all stupid for (laughs) liking Pokemon. (laughs) I was, okay, here's an example, right? Here's one. I predicted with a relatively high amount of confidence that Reggie Drago would be called Reggie Dark. And I laid out all my reasonings (laughs) as to why it was going to be a dark type. And I with the information that we had at that time, actually still feel that that was a really good assessment to be made. It just so happened that I was wrong. They went with Dragon, which is the other obvious choice. This was a sort of prediction, sort of, here's an alternative take. Um, And people love like using that as like, oh man, Toby, you're so stupid. And I'm like, no, you're so stupid. You gave me the view on it. I don't really care. (laughs) Like, I think... (laughs) that there was enough there to make for a really fun exercise in creativity. I think there was enough there to make, like, an educated guess. I was wrong. That's fine. I don't care. I was wrong about the type of a Pokemon in a Pokemon game. I couldn't care less. But, um... I, so I still think it's really fun, and now now that's kind of become a little bit of a meme in my in my channel, is that I'll just be like Reggie Dark all the time. Because what I wanted was when... I likely was wrong about it months later is I wanted a little gif of me saying you're wrong you're wrong you're absolutely wrong and I now have that gif <laughs> that's what I wanted from it <laughs> you know it's odd I want to just record uh, gi- I want to say gif because you said it but I say gif I'm sorry guys that's okay. where we, that's what that's you're gonna wrong. break up the podcast I'm not wrong you're wrong you are wrong get out of here leave <laughs> I want to I want to just film myself doing a lot of different expressions and stuff like that turning turn them into gifs and then use those gifs as like reactions to things you know t- and text them to my friends whenever I need to <laughs> oh, I like post that. a reaction I like GIF. you should do that because a lot of times <laughs> we're like I just want to show them my the expression that my face makes that's what that's my answer to their what they said that's what I want to reply with but mm. they don't see it and and sometimes I can't find a gif that has the perfect reply but then I'm I'm never confident in like uh, how I look that certain day. The day that I remember to do it, I'm like I don't look good today. I'm not going to record it. <laughs> um, but one day I will, and then you'll just that's how I'm going to reply to everybody because I want them to know exactly what I feel like. I, I I'm always afraid that they're you know just text or a gif is not going to convey it correctly. But my face will. <laughs> my face definitely <laughs> will. What's crazy is that this is one of the few times where I want to go back to the Pokemon uh, Polyrath because. I've always bashed the d- designs of Pokemon clones, quote unquote. Again, that gives them less credit than they are sometimes. You know, they're games on their own right. Mm-hmm. But the let's say let's say Temtem for example, um, the designs of a lot of the evolutions to the Temtem are literally just that Pokemon but bigger. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. like Poliwrath mm-hmm. is to Poliwhirl. And I'm and for example, in the video that I I, I we mentioned videos that we of ours that were embarrassed about last episode and the video that i literally unlisted one of the videos i unlisted was where i like critiqued uh poke uh monster capture games that were trying to emulate Mm -hmm. pokemon and i critiqued let's say the temtem pokemon and the temtem pokemon the temtem (laughs) and (laughs) and said that i said this exact thing uh, but then everybody was, was was like, yeah, but look at like let's say Polyrath. Look at all these Pokemon in a, for specifically in Generation One where they do the same thing, and it's crazy because it really is just Generation One where it's like you have Pokemon that are just bigger or more instead of a mm. completely new concept or a continuation of the concept in a clever way, which is a majority of what 
new Pokemon are, or Pokemon, let's say, past generation three and up, uh, that's what I love about Pokemon designs. Um, so I think Polyrath, <laughs> I have like a slight negative opinion on Polyrath because it's an example of the contrary of what I love about Pokemon and people can use I mean, it. To an extent, they did that in Gen 5 too, but I guess Gen 5 was trying to be like Gen Exactly, 1, so. yeah. Um, but for example, what's an example in Gen 5 that they did it though? Let's say... Uh, the van- like vanilla Exactly. But yep. the, So that's why I hate Vanillish, but Vanillux I'm growing on it because there is a point to it. It is, you know, you have those double cones, you know what I'm saying? The flake improves it substantially. True. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's got a flake. Uh, those are good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like vanilla is probably the only example. I can't think of another example from Generation 1 that is just like what, a bigger version of the... Seal and Dugong. I'm oh, sorry, not Generation mm. 1, Generation 5. Uh, uh, Diozion Solosis, yeah, that that's sort of that's mm-hmm. the point. Yeah. They're growing, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, and it's not well, okay. The then the other one, the Gothita, Gothitel, all of those that's basically the same Pokemon three times over, just getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe I agree. But then, would you say Gardevoir like Clink. is that like Clink or Clinkling? Clink, oh, yeah, that's right. Clink and Clinkling, one of the worst Pokemon ever because of that, not mm. because they're uh-huh. gears, but because it's like the gear the same time three times in a row. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, the yeah. same thing three times in a row. Well, but for example, Gardevoir, would you say it's just a Ralts growing up? That feels to be just enough different there between the stages. But I don't mm-hmm. think you'd be wrong for saying that it is just that actually anyway. So my answer to that is it's technically based on Ningyo dolls. Uh, these you know Japanese dolls. And Ralts, its hair matches the little boy ones. Curlia, its hair matches the older girl, girl ones. And Gardevoir represents like the full-on woman dolls <laughs> um and also ballet dancers obviously so like curlia is just a ballet dancer while ball- uh gardevoir is the the head of the ballet mm-hmm. what's it called the head of the ballet of the ballet there's a name for mm-hmm. it but i forgot um so it's like see there are multiple concepts and there's an evolution of the same concept uh while not just a bigger version so i get it yeah that's that's why gardevoir works so there probably is a reason though for gothitelle that i'm just missing because they rarely do that nowadays. Like, it's just, it's different f- kinds of goth gothic fashion, while, like, for example, mm-hmm. Gotharita is more like a Lolita, like a gothic Lolita, while mm-hmm. Gothitelle isn't a Lolita, that's just goth, that's full-on goth. I think so. Uh, so I think that is probably the justification for that. Mm-hmm. Time for the l- final segment. <laughs> um, I actually had a dream, almost like a nightmare, that we, f- by mistake, didn't do this segment. Uh, a which nightmare? Is, I know. I was like, "Oh no!" Like I woke up and I'm like, "Oh, sh- we didn't do the the fan questions." Uh, so just just so you guys know, uh, a few episodes we started answering pa- uh, fan questions. So just ask any question in the comment about literally anything, uh, and we'll try to answer it. Joltum Reels. Joltum Reels. Yeah, Joltum Reels asks. Um. Okay. So if you guys could do a video out of your usual videos that you normally do, and your fans would enjoy it no matter the case, what would it be? Is it one video or like an entire channel? Like this is the new like separate channel where we can make videos. Let's go. Let's just go for like one video. Okay, like, that's, that's what a is the question. one video you'd love to make? That's a different but, answer. You know, right now you know that if you made it, no one will watch it. But like you'd love to make. It. Well, then if it's there are a lot of Pokemon videos that because those, those are the only ideas that I have for the channel. They're Pokemon related, but there are a lot of them. I'm like, ah, oh, people aren't going to care about it. But if literally everybody's going to watch it and care about it, can it just not be Pokemon? It could be literally yeah, yeah, the it can be anything one. you want. Then okay, the video. Then I am 
like my number one niche interest, like it's niche, is anime openings. Mm. Um, uh, anime isn't niche anymore, but even within the anime community, only like what five percent of them really, really, really care about anime opening theme songs and just the openings in general. And I would just love to make like a top, you know, twenty or like just like talk about my favorite ones or why anime openings in general are like my favorite art form, uh, because that really is a thing that I literally every day consume. I literally just watch reactions of anime openings and <laughs> listen to that. I mean, the kind of music I listen to other than like instrumental, like video game music is J-pop. Uh, and that sprung from my love mm. of anime openings. That's fair. I like that. You've, you've got me excited about anime openings actually. Yeah. Um, watch just it. in that, like now when I watch an anime, I like pay special. Well, Brotherhood has some, really, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has and some. And we're going to we'll watch them together. Uh, Lucy, do you have a, do you have a answer to that? Uh, I mean, it'd be nice to do games that aren't Pokemon, but I'm sure you know it's quite hard to to do anything that's not Pokemon. We're not allowed. Uh, I like Animal Crossing. That's pretty fun. Uh, I I like some of the old Spyro games. Just if I could make like a one-off video on one of those, it'd be kind of fun. I mean, if you were, what kind of format would it be? Like, is it just like you talking about it? Uh, yeah, just yeah, just the same as what I do now, just not Pokemon, I guess. Oh. But I'm happy with what I'm doing, so like I, I don't, I'm, I'm good. Chill. Yeah, I mean, your channel doing really well. You also get to stream, and your streams do well, and like, yeah, there's really nothing to like work on. Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe maybe one day I'll make a video on Club Penguin for DS. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Well, like, for example, you made one video where it's like uh. Like uh, online Pokemon games, right? Yeah, yeah, like that. That was kind of a bit out of what I normally do, but it's still Pokemon, so like I felt like I could get away with it. But I felt you could definitely successfully make videos like that on, let's say, yeah, Club Penguin or all the other like niche games. Yeah, but I, I think it doesn't always matter how niche it is. Just it just depends how you present it. Definitely. Like the example, the example that I always like bring up again and again, like the how like how well my Magic Cop Jump video did. Yeah, that, like let's be let's be honest, like no one cares about Magic Cop Jump. Why do you just, think that was successful? Um, I just think the way that it was presented just made people curious. Like even if they don't know about it, maybe well, they want to like know title about and, it. Talking about like the title and thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, mm. something like that. Okay, I'll study like, no, that. No one's looking. No one's looking for Magic Crowd Jump, but like when it appeared in their recommended, they're like, "Hmm, what's this?" Well, in maybe the, I'll have a look. An anxiety that I know, at least I maybe Toby shares it with me, which is like, I ha- do not yet have a channel where everybody would watch any video of mine. Like, I really yeah. have to constantly be like, I only can make the videos yeah, that I know people I mean, would, would watch. While it's, it's like that with me to an extent, but I still I still have to make Pokemon stuff. Like, I, I couldn't just upload any game. I have, Yeah, I'm not saying to not do that, but like, for example, Magikarp Jump. Were you, like, yeah. afraid that nobody was going to watch it? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. But I, I think how well that video did has made me more relaxed hmm. like, with what I upload. Because it's like, if if a video on Magikarp Jump can do well, then, like... like yeah. <laughs> Well, I think where's the limit? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so it would be awesome if I had my own like magic comp- magic carp jump moment, or yeah, just to yeah, feel like, better about my there's channel. There's so much with Pokemon. Just do what you find interesting. I try to, but it's like people don't watch it. <laughs> mm. I feel that I did Pokemon card videos and like 
just no, no one was interested. Look, I'll, I'll help it. you. I'll help you with your Gen Z marketing. Oh, it'll be, it'll, it'll be fine. I, uh, I tried bringing Zelda to this channel this year, and I still got some Zelda videos I'm working on uh, because, like, dang it, I want to do it. But like every time I upload one, I'm like. If this doesn't hit ten thousand views, I wouldn't be surprised. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't care. I want to do them. Um, so I'm going to get the kind of eight of them that are in my brain out there. Um, but the one I'd really love to do is I'd love to do like a like a four hour retrospective breakdown on why I think games like The Last of Us Two are like a masterpiece. Because there's just like <laughs> so much I want to gush about, and I enjoy oh, a lot of money for four hours, and everybody gets to watch it. <laughs> oh man, we yeah. I mean, the thing is, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get my make bank on that, but like, I want it to be like really good, like really articulate. And the thing is, is there are. I really enjoyed after playing The Last of Us Part Two. I enjoyed watching videos talking about it and talking about like because there's a lot to think about with that game and there's there's a lot of people going like so that's what the theming of this was and that's what the theming of that was and that's why this moment was important in that moment and this is why the narrative of that is driven and after it i'm just like so buzzed i'm like oh my goodness this thing's a masterpiece i need to i need to talk to people about why i think this is such a masterpiece and i like still still find myself thinking about the deep complexities of that story like two years later and i would love to just um, whether it's the last of us part two or like <laughs> a, a film or like attack on titan or something like i'd love to do like a big like four hour retrospective like super video on something like that, that i'm really passionate about but um there's no point in me even putting in the brain power to think about it because like it's such a risk to do something like that. Like, I just probably wouldn't do it. But yeah, I mean, if everyone's going to enjoy it, absolutely, I'll give it a go. Cool. <laughs> I guess the question is literally just... Uh, let me find it, actually. <laughs> okay. From Blair Shu. Uh, question for you both. Uh, for you three. <laughs> is there a non-Pokemon YouTuber you would be interested in collabing with? And if so, what types of videos do you think you would, would work for the collab? Yeah, I, I like, I guess... Vsauce Ooh, 3 okay. yeah, wow. if, Vsauce if, 3 that still happens that still, is that still a thing Vsauce I think I think he's still going if if Jake Roper wanted to hit me up and be like okay l- like, like I would make that my final video I'd be like okay Jake <laughs> I'm leaving YouTube you got me started on this can we do like one big Pokemon collab and just do like a big Pokemon in real life short film that's like 20 minutes long about mm. the Pokemon that's going to ultimately kill me and end my channel. Let's just do it. That would be star. Whoa. That would be like the coolest collaboration in my life. I'd love that. I have three answers because they're all like one's the realistic answer, one's like literally just not realistic at all, and one's like just a normal answer. So, like, not realistic at all. PewDiePie, I guess, if you want like the most like reach, not because like he's, I'll actually consume PewDiePie's concept, co- content, but like. Let's try to get the biggest. Oh, Mr. Beast. That's like, like Mr. Beast. Yeah, sure, Let's sure. do Mr. Beast. Um, so that's like the unrealistic answer. Then like the more realistic answer, but still like it'll be. But it's actually, the, technically, this is the most realistic answer is Jaden Animations, where it's like, I would love to have her on like the four artists video, um, four artists design Pokemon from the same description or any kind of collaboration. She seems like she's collaborating with everybody nowadays uh, and having fun with it, uh, which is very cool of her. But, and I can technically, I mean, I have like, I have like a degree of separation from her. So I can like get a person to ask her to ask me <laughs> if she, to be on. But it's like, I don't know, that that would be very hard, but still doable. But then like one that's like actually like person that like, actually, I forgot it. Let me find it again. It's in my subscription list. <laughs> what was it? Um, Bucky Patobi. No, ew. Bucky Patobi. <laughs> um, Bucky Patobi. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Berkey but Toby. <laughs> I forgot it, but it was related to Lucy, help me out here. Hello. <laughs> I don't even think I'm subscribed to this person. Um, oh, it's not Berkey Patobi then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rubber Ross is also an answer, technically. Do you know Rubber Ross? I don't. Used to be Rubber Ninja. Uh, animator, very famous. <laughs> I always, whenever someone doesn't know it, I have to, I always like instinctively say very famous as like, oh, you should be sad. You should be ashamed like that you don't know them. Justification. Like justification for, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm right. You should know them. <laughs> but like, no, nah, I mean, this guy's so... Whatever, if you don't know him. <clears throat> oh, wait, I'm losing my voice. So, I mean, he has his whole, the Gartic phone series, but also just, like, a lot of the collaborations between other art, uh, animators and artists where they get together and do challenges and fun stuff. Uh, I would like to do that. Also, Drafi. Toby, do you know Drafi? No. Lucy, I'm assuming you know Drafi. I do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, again, just a group of four artists doing art challenges, uh, which is... Uh, I try to do like Pokemon art challenges. It would be a really good collaboration. It's definitely the channel that people want me to collab with the most. But then, uh, okay, like an unrealistic, but like actually dream would be Ludwig, uh, the streamer and YouTuber Ludwig. Because like yeah. I think in terms of reach, in terms of collaboration. Oh, I'm so stupid. Okay. I remember the people that I want. Cut out Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig sucks. I'm kidding. <laughs> everyone on YouTube rewind. <laughs> no, Ludwig right. is awesome. I was actually going to think of like also his uh, girlfriend, Cutie Cinderella. Cinderella. I technically consume more of her content than him, than his. Uh, and I like listen to her podcast and I actually really like her. And she's like the best at collaboration content. Like she makes a lot of these like f- big like events between streamers, like the most famous streamers. And they're very successful and I enjoy watching them. So it'd be cool to be on those events. But I would, I mean, I would do nothing. Okay, I realized that I would just like to be on the Trash Taste podcast, which is my currently my favorite podcast. Technically an anime podcast, but they never talk about anime. Uh, it's because it's like the members are three anim- anime tubers, like, and they've blown up. Like they're huge. Like they've transcended. They're just like famous YouTubers now, not just like animated anime YouTubers or like podcasters. They're collabing with everybody. They collaborated with, with like PewDiePie. They're like, I mean, they're friends with the people that they collaborated with. So they collaborated with all these famous YouTubers. Um, and I don't know, they're really just the funniest guys. So if there's a podcast that I recommend listening to, it's always Trash Taste. I also listen to like Super Mega. This is a long, <laughs> this is a long answer. Sorry. I'm just actually passionate about YouTube. So like, the like I have a lot of YouTubers that I have like parasocial relationship with uh, and streamers. So it's like, yeah, not an easy a- a question to answer. Did I ask that question? I asked that question. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Lucy. Hello. I think it'd be really funny if one day I could set up a video where I'm like collaborating with myself. Oh my so just my, my two channels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Candy Evie and Light Luby. No. Yes. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who I think it'd be good for you to collab with, Lucy? Go on. I think we should do a collab. Given but, that but it's you're, been... But you're a Pokemon YouTuber. That said, yeah. non-Pokemon YouTubers. Oh, that's true. This oh, is that true. is true. Yeah. Outside of that, you believe it's been seven years. We've never done a video together. <laughs> She's done, done two po- with me. We've done the podcast together. I'm on we your did the podcast. Elite Four podcast. That counts. You're on the podcast now. You're literally around mm-hmm. my house to hang. <laughs> and we just don't do videos together. Yeah, that's weird. You're literally it's there. Super I mean, strange. You've, you've been <laughs> in one of my videos, just not as like a guest. guest. Have I? 
I don't yeah, remember. I took that thing like my card video I mentioned you in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It did. Honestly, well, we, no, we should do a proper video together. Toby should go on your channel because like a little like Toby in the style of your of your avatar. I did. Would be the yeah, true. You, you did. That it? was oh, that was true. Yeah. Though you did the animated me. Um, me. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was good. Because like again, I'm I'm jealous of people who have like uh like memorable features <laughs> like let's say like hair like Toby. Or I mean, he's he's wearing glasses right now. That's a notable feature. So it's like I, whenever people draw me or like do a character of me, it's like it's nothing. It's just a guy, <laughs> and it sucks. Um, You're not just a guy. You're the guy. I wish. I wish I was a guy. <laughs> you are a guy. You're the guy. One more question. How about Toby? You you ask it. Oh, but I don't have any. Oh, actually, I do have one. Um, what was your first? Uh, this is from uh, Dead Bedspread. What was your guy's first experience meeting a fan? Was it a con? Someone recognized you in day to day life? I don't know. Have we sort of talked about this before? We've, I don't know if it was cut out. Did I cut it out? I can't remember. Do you, I, well, in that case, this is a wonderful experience to explore that. But why don't we start with you, Lucy? Uh, I want to say it was probably uh, the first Pokemon Symphonics. Oh, oh cool. you stole that my answer. answer. Hey, hey, you can't. I know that's where we first met, but you don't call me a fan. That's not <laughs> right. Oh, man. I just remember how drastically different my approach was from yours because, like, I I didn't really expect to be recognized there. And then, but, you know, you were there, like, Mark already going out into the crowd, like, <laughs> signing. <laughs> like, it was great. <laughs> Uh, do you do you remember what do you remember about the first viewer that met you? Uh yeah, I think it probably would have been people that were like regulars like in my streams. It was just it was just a bit surreal. It, it always feels surreal cuz like I don't put my face out very much, so like I I've never actually been recognized outside of like convention settings before, which I'm quite grateful for. I'm Sure. I, I know you get recognized like all the time, Toby. Uh, Wait, what? What about I you, Ryan? I definitely don't. <laughs> a lot more than me. Occasionally, I have a couple times a year. It's like I, really? like I don't know half half a dozen times a year, someone uh, will come up to me and say, "Yeah." Wait, what about you, Ron? Do you get like approached out and about? No, only once, and it was by a patron. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Fair it enough. makes sense for them to know me. Um, <laughs> uh, it was at a Staples. But yeah, the first time, so that was one of two times I was recognized. So the first time I was ever recognized was at Sephotic Evolution. Um, And it was back when I had like literally just like 20,000 subscribers the first year. Oh, wow. uh, Less than a year of YouTubing, which was crazy. Like how does it, I barely, I I don't even remember showing, I showed my face like twice at the time. And it was, Big fan. It was, it was crazy because it was like, the one who approached me was like, this pretty girl my age. Um, So I'm like, this is like my, I thought my fans were probably just like, children at the time <laughs> and like 80 percent men um so it was just like <laughs> it definitely changed my perception of who i i, I, I guess from now on i think like yeah, my fans can be literally anybody um which is it was a, it was definitely a good first experience because she i mean she was nice and she took a picture with me sucks that she didn't have like social media so i, I don't i don't have that picture she didn't like i asked like hey are you on twitter or something like that you post that on somewhere there she's like no nah, i don't have any of those and uh yeah and then so i, I never i don't have any like, memento uh, or from from that experience, I wish I did. That's that's a shame. I um I definitely when I first met a viewer, I, I had that same thing of like, hey, uh, can you send me that because like you might think that you're really excited to meet me, but like I'm way more excited to meet 
to have this experience. Like, this experience is, like, <laughs> huge. And it was a girl named Claire who went to Sitsi in, like, 2012. And this oh, was before I even had Berkey wow. Toby. This was, like, this is my vlog channel. I had, like, 300 subscribers. Someone went, Toby, behind me. And then a couple went, hey, Toby, Toby, turn around. And I went, turn around. There's this young girl there, and she's like, hey, I watch your vlog channel. And I'm like, what? We talking? Ooh, wow. That's amazing. And I was like so excited about it. And then I was like, Do you, can I get a photo with you? And she was like, I'd love to get a photo. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Can I get a photo with you? So that I've got a photo <laughs> with you. So, and I've got that on my desk. It's, it's in my documents. I can find it and you know, share it. But it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, really was like a really cool uh, thing to happen. And like that, that lives with me very much as like a, I don't remember the second time. I remember the first time. I first totally time forgot huge. that I was recognized at school, like in college. I was literally oh, yeah? just chilling before class, eating some snacks in the new lounge that they just created. And yeah, I was approached by, like, a, it was a group. I don't know if the group was a fan of me, but definitely the person that approached me was. And it was very awkward because I was eating. And I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't. Ask, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so they're like, oh, "Are you Trooping Seven? And I'm like, "Yeah." Uh, and they're like, "Cool." <laughs> and, then, and they're like, "They were. They were smart. They were definitely more social than me because they were socially uh, adept. They were more socially adept than me because they recognized that it was awkward. And they're like, "All right, well, I gotta go. <laughs> go to class." Because I was staying there. I was. I didn't have class yet. I was sitting down, so I, I couldn't go. Usually, I would be the one. Oh, cool. Bye. Because <laughs> I. I'm. You should see my body language whenever I'm not comfortable speaking with anybody. Like I've through therapy, I learned to recognize it, which is like my body is my like is completely at the in the opposite direction, re- re- ready to right. leave, while my face is obviously towards the person. But it's like, no, you can tell if you're, if you know about people with social anxiety, you can tell that I have it mm. when you meet me. And that's when, because I will be at Pokemon World in London d- in August. Yay. That's coming up. <laughs> it's nearly July. It's we're three days out from July and then it's August. That's how months work. I'm excited. <laughs> I want like, dude, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, it's the fact is I am going to be anxious about meeting fans. I'm trying to think of, is there a thing to say to you guys if you are there and you do end up seeing me that will alleviate my anxiety? But it's like, it's first, it's not up to you to make my anxiety better. <laughs> but it's also like, I don't know, I have this desire to be like, do this thing to make me feel less anxious when you approach me. But I don't know what it is. Like, what tell, them, tell, tell Ron that you're a big fan of the podcast and he seems like a really chill Well, honestly, guy. yeah. If, if you're clearly a fan of me and not just my art, that, that does is it's cooler obviously because like i i am i am a bit, in, a bit insecure about the fact that i think people only watch my videos for the video itself and then you know they don't care about me really which is i mean ideally that is that would be good if i got a lot of views at least relative to my channel like i wouldn't be insecure about this if i was just if i wasn't insecure about the channel in general <laughs> and the performance of it what are we talking about? <laughs> um, I, I think we were just talking about how you both need to do collabs with Bucky Toby because uh, to go full circle to right. Okay, let's do it right now. Come on, let's go. Bye. Let's do it. Go right now. But before then, go and check out Lucy's uh, wonderful channel. Like I Thank said, you. it does it does well for a reason. Uh, it's very. It's also now I think of it very unique in our space, uh, mm. and she does it very well. She does. She does her uh, her gimmick. I mean, it's I I use the which word, is my gimmick. I use the word gimmick in a positive way. Gimmick to me is a good thing. Yeah, it just means anything it. that like makes you stand out. You do utilize it in a an effective way, 
<laughs> you don't no. squander it. So, good job. This is the Compliment to Lucy podcast. Um, and what and else? We could still go for another 10 minutes if like that's a section. I mean, we asked all the questions. This is also a healthy amount of time for a podcast. Uh, yeah, usually we are, I guess, longer for... Oh, I meant, I meant you could go for another 10 minutes just like complimenting me. <laughs> if, you <want>. <laughs> <laughs> if, any, if, if you guys had a slogan for your channel, what would it be? Keep it a slogan like Toby, a make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, that would work for my channel too. <laughs> it's like I have nothing to say about real Pokemon. Let's just make fake ones. <laughs> like, what would, what would, how would you, in one sentence, how would you, how would you market your channel, Lucy? What's your elevator pitch? Um, too late. I'm not subscribing. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. True sure. Green Seven. He ate nine. I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll repeat the three <laughs> words in my banner. It's something, something Pokemon. Wait, that's, that's actually there. Yeah, that's in my banner. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? How is Candy Eevee? It's oh, it's tiny. It's barely legible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go check it out for yourself, guys. This this woman's crazy. <laughs> Bye.